Good evening and welcome to the Snake River Lib podcast. It is the 7th of August. Do we call this the next one of season four or do we start season five? This will be just a quick hit. There's so many things that I did not cover last week. Just want to touch on, you know, you've got uh, Devin Archer, a former business associate of Hunter Biden, who has is awaiting his prison sentence. Uh, for all sorts of bad things, um, delivering the goods on Hunter. Crickets from the mainstream media, of course, or even more so, they're burying. They have to cover it. It's, 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 this is getting out of control for the White House. And so... They have to cover it, but they're covering it as they're, they're making it the Republican version of the January 6th committee, but they're not saying that because to them, the January 6th uh, special committee was legitimate, which it completely was not. And with the recent indictments, President Trump has been indicted on uh, four counts, well, many counts, but four pieces of the indictment regarding the January 6th um protests, most constitutional lawyers think that there's no case there. And if anything, it's going to be really bad. But I wanted to touch on something I just came across today. Because... Some of the lawyers that are involved in the indictment or will be uh, will be uh, trying the January 6th piece, if it gets to that, are lawyers that refused to try FBI agents that the inspector general, the FBI inspector general, had referred for prosecution for lying, including Andrew McCabe. If you remember Andrew McCabe, he was the one that that um, Peter Strzok and and uh, Lisa Page, who when they thought there was a chance that Trump could win, they said, "Well, Andy's got a plan." That's Andrew McCabe. Trump fired him like a day before he was eligible to retire. So one of the first things that President Biden got around to doing was was reinstating McCabe so he could retire, uh, get his full pension, because that's how government rolls. By the way. They look out for each other if you're in the in crowd. And Andrew McCabe definitely was on the in crowd, meaning he was anti-Trump. And he worked from the inside to not only take down Trump before he was elected, but he also worked on the inside to uh, essentially uh, hobble the Trump presidency. Let me throw another name at you. Getting ready to plead guilty. FBI agent Charles McGonigal. Probably no relation to Professor McGonigal of, of Hogwarts fame. But he is being, being going to plead guilty of working with a Russian oligarch. Now, you probably don't know the name. And even if you follow the news, I didn't know the name. But having uh, caught up a little bit on it, Charles McGonagall 
was the agent that essentially started the investigation into Trump's team, the Crossfire Hurricane, if you remember the investigation that the FBI set up to hobble Trump's presidency. Was working for the Russians. Now, he was involved in Crossfire Hurricane. Not only that, but he was involved in Special Counsel Mueller's investigation. Pleading guilty to working with a Russian oligarch. At what point do all these people who suffered severely from Trump derangement syndrome, at what point do they come clean and they say, you know what? Maybe Trump wasn't that bad. Now, I'll tell you this. The issue that I have with President Trump is that he didn't act like we all hoped he would. Was he strong on the border? Well, it depends. Because he was willing to grant amnesty to millions of illegals in exchange for his wall. And it's only because the Democrats are too blind by their own activists that they could see what a deal that was for them. But of course, with Biden in there, it doesn't matter because they've just opened up the floodgates and there is no southern border. Now, Mayorkas complains and he says, well, you know, no board, no, no one has had that secure. And I'd say, Mr. Secretary, with all due respect, the failures of previous administrations do not absolve you of your failure. And they need to be very clear about that. When Mayorkas needs, goes on his little stupid rants about how they're doing the best they can because he's a freaking political peon, freaking piss ant, sorry. They need to call him on it. They need to say, Mr. Chairman, at this moment, I, I move that we suspend this hearing and go into a, uh, a call for a vote of censure of Secretary Mayorkas and possibly uh, begin impeachment hearings as he will not answer our questions. The Republicans have a slender, slender majority in the House, but I guarantee you that if there's not some action on the incompetence of this administration between now and 2024, they're likely to lose the House. The cards are stacked for them to win big in the Senate. They won't. Not with McConnell. Because the last thing they want is people that are outsiders coming in. Washington needs to be destroyed, not literally, but the apparatus that is Washington, D.C. Every agency needs to be able to justify their existence. FBI, well, guess what? Congress created the fiasco that's the FBI because of the tens and hundreds of thousands of laws, federal laws that overlie state and local laws that are completely unnecessary. 
But because of that, it necessitates a federal police force. And the laws that there are need to be enforced. Every single, every single department should say, okay, here's the laws that we're not enforcing. They should be honest about it. That's, if I was appointing secretaries, I would say, your job, your only job, is to bring me a list of laws that are either not being enforced or that you're not going to enforce. For example, Drug Enforcement Agency. Not enforcing marijuana laws federally. Get rid of them. Simple. BATF. Of course, both of those things should not even exist, right? Don't sit and clamor for gun bans and new gun laws when you're not enforcing the ones that you have. Pure and simple. But you have all these tie-ins. You have this McGonagall guy... Who was who was in on getting Trump from the very beginning? This more this this pleading guilty. This one individual, more than any others, and there's plenty: McCabe, Strzok, Page, Comey. The former FBI director, just to be clear. All these people should be rotting in prison. But they're not, and they won't. Chances are McGonagall's going to plead guilty and he'll either get a pardon or a sentence commuted. Because of the services rendered. I noticed, by the way, that... Um, There's a really interesting piece on Town Hall. Uh, Kurt Schleichter, I think that's how his name's pronounced, questioning whether Democrats are going to surrender power in the unlikely event that Republicans win in 2024. President Biden is on record, and the New York Times brought it up, albeit at the very tail end of a of an article back in April, that the administration, meaning the president, has indeed weighed in on Trump's charges. And he said he said that the Justice Department's independent, but when the president makes known his position, it's no longer neutral. But you have this McGonagall guy working for the Russians, investigating Trump's collusion with the Russians. It was the Democrats, just like it always is, back in 1984, when uh, Teddy Kennedy begged the Russians to get involved in our election, to keep Ronald Reagan from being re-elected. And way beyond that. 
you know, these charges that they've got, they have a problem. Except for the fact that they're trying these in D.C., which they could get up and the prosecutor, Jack Smith, for his opening statement, he'd said, we've brought all these charges because we don't like Trump. And he's not guilty of anything, but we're going to ask you for a guilty verdict. And the D.C. jury will very likely just come back and say guilty as charged. Even with the prosecutor saying to them that there's no evidence of guilt. Because remember, Trump never incited violence. Not like Chucky Schumer. When he called for violence against Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. You don't remember that? But no worry. I mean, somebody was being charged with... with uh, attempting to assassinate Justice Kavanaugh or the intent to assassinate Justice Kavanaugh. But Schumer's nothing to see here. But the Justice Department is neutral. One last thing. We're going to close it up. A short one. Because I wasn't really anticipating doing one. Somebody asked me a question about... Let me just uh, get to that question because it's kind of important. So what about all the states that broke their own constitutions to certify the election? This, of course, is in regards to uh, 2020. And, you know, we can sit and harp on 2020. It doesn't do any good. That's over and done. But that doesn't mean that President Trump's arguments didn't have merit. They absolutely did have merit. They absolutely did have merit. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, both of these states passed COVID-related laws that violated their own state constitutions. And those ballots should have been invalidated. And a court should have had the wherewithal to hear the cases. Because in the case of Pennsylvania, at least, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court has ruled that what Pennsylvania did was unconstitutional. That it violated the state constitution. Yes, we need to take make sure that we address the issues from 2020, but reliving it via Donald Trump is only going to lead to defeat in 2024. My life matters. Does yours? It's Snake River Lib. <laughs>